It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. You are now listening to TDL on silverandblackpride.com. Everybody, we are back. It is Tape Don't Lie. It is your favorite Raiders podcast, favorite Raiders channel, favorite Raiders everything. You know, you guys already know what to do. Subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. Go ahead, hit that subscribe button, right? Hit the like button. Hit the dislike button if you don't like it. Leave a comment if you like it. Leave a comment if you don't like it. We already know. We love all engagement over here. So make sure you guys do that. Also, make sure you guys follow us on Twitter at the Mark John NFL. Then go ahead and follow my man BD Williams at BD Williams 18. Make sure you're if you're listening to this on Silver and Black Pride. This is your first time listening to us. Go ahead and make sure you subscribe to Silver and Black Pride podcast as well and take check out my man matt holders holders handful all right guys so we had a lot of change this week everything is uh changing you got a new uh coach you got a new offensive coordinator and play caller right and uh we got a uh a new Everything, basically, everything is dynamic. We, John Gruden's out the window, guys. John Gruden got fired. So John Gruden's gone. Everything is going to be a little bit different. I don't know how different everything's going to be. I'm sure they're going to try to keep everything the same. It's going to be the same defense. The offense is going to be a little it, bit of the it's, same. It's going to be different. It's going to be different, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think the presentation and, like, the structure of, like, group meetings and some, like, culture things that Gruden had – you know, whatever it is, every coach has their own thing. Mm-hmm. That's going to change. Rich Pisacci will have his hands in that, right? Yeah. So we'll see how that what, what effects any, you know, Rich Pisacci's presence has. But things things are definitely going to be different. You know, you were talking to me about it offline, the entertainment factor. Yes, right? with, with yes. Gruden, you know, something about him being a, a broadcaster. You know, he loves the limelight. You know, he's uh, very animated like you're saying loud individual right yeah um so i mean i think some of that will help the the whole workplace feel a little bit more you know like this is an office this is where we go to work right yeah. mm. what do you think what do you think yeah i i think that's that's what um i think this will bring i think it'll take away the entertainment value of it you know, no more mentioning Twitter, you know, no more taking shots of, you know, people putting this all 22 on YouTube, no more like, you know, any of that, like kind of gimmicky something, because there's always something gimmicky he does at his press conference, you know, every something, some kind of joke or some kind of thing that he types it likes to do or to try to make a point, you know, you know, with his draft picks, he's trying to make a point or he's always trying to make a point about something that's the media is saying about him or, you know, what's happening on Twitter. Just like, you know, the other day he's talking about, we don't have an offensive identity. Like, okay, bro. Like, you know what your identity is. You guys been doing it for five, you know, weeks, you know, it's so don't tell me you don't know what your identity is. You know, you're just, you know, hearing what people are saying on Twitter and you just want to make fun of them. So, I mean, that's, it's kind of like that, 
that type of, you know, that mindset. And, you know, it kind of plays into the team. I mean, like, it's like over the years, I mean, we've been on Twitter for, you know, what, since like, like 2011, a lot of people. And how, how much more has, you know, the team responded to like us than it has before, you know, like, you know, the, the team didn't respond to people on Twitter. I mean, Derek Carr's trying to fight Max Kellerman on UFC and all this other type of type of stuff, you know, that's, and, you know, that's all leadership, bro. I mean, that's all the coach, if the coach, you know, puts out that type of culture. That's what you're going to see. So that's what I'm excited to see. I think we're just going to get back Tuning to Tuning out the noise is what you're saying. Yeah. They don't tune out the noise on this team. That's the problem. That's half the problem is they don't tune out the noise. I mean, cause I mean, before, I mean, you know, people have been talking crap about Derek Carr since he's been in the league. I mean, Raiders fans haven't, but people have been talking crap about Derek Carr since he's been in the NFL. He's been all over like that. Cian Fahey guy used to go in on him. The one dude that works at, uh, you know, football outsiders used to be slandering him for, for months. I mean, like, you know, the, the smart, smart guys, the draft Twitter guys, you know, the smart guys that all work at like the ringer and stuff, they've been killing Derek Carr for years. And, you know, so it, he didn't respond to the noise back then. And then he right. joins, he joins it now. Now he's, everything's the noise, everything he's hearing. Cause probably somebody's telling him, I'm, I'm sure Gruden was texting him stuff. So, you know, it's, right. it's, it's kind of like that type of, that type of thing that is going to be different to me. It's going to be like a, they're just going to get back to football. And that's why I'm like, not, I'm not, still, I'm not tripping too much. Gruden still has Derek Carr's phone number. He'll still text him that stuff. You know, Derek Carr's got a, a block coach Gruden's uh, yeah. calls. Tell me. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, I agree. I agree with you on that, but um, it, it's just it, it's going to come down to Rich Versace, yeah. you know, the task that he has at, at hand. You know, if you're saying that, you know, some of the things that Gruden was doing, some of the motivational tactics weren't working. Now, Rich Versace has to figure out what motivational tactics will work. What 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 it's going to take for him to get the most out of this team, you know, um, but. That being said, personally, I'm glad that Gruden's gone, honestly. Mm -hmm. You know, we've seen the meltdowns late in the season. You know, we've seen, like, lots of excuses being made by him. Yeah. Okay? Certain mm -hmm. things that he did, like, kept Paul Gunther when it was, like, very clear for well over a season that this was not a, the right guy, right? Uh, yeah. Um, and, you know, just really hurt his chances of, of like, coming back and kind of beating the odds right mm -hmm. so a lot of a lot of this stuff is self-inflicted with Gruden it's always been self self-inflicted like this situation now like it's you know his emails from like way back in the day it's surreal it's like a really in incredible situation that's happening but it's yeah. still self-inflicted by him right mm -hmm. um and so so I think that a lot of his shortcomings has to do with that I think he gets in the way of himself a little bit so I am I am glad that he's gone as the Raiders head coach, we don't have to work, you know, live through this circus, this Gruden circus. Yeah. I mean, that's just basically uh, the, the circus is over, you know what I mean? Like, and you know, I wasn't, I wasn't the biggest fan of him getting hired and then he traded Cleo Mack. And then I was, I was, I was done after that. And then, you know, I kind of just got into this offense, which, you know, now that I'm watching, you know, I went back and watched Greg Olson's offense. I'm like, Oh, I mean, you just, I mean, because all the things we talk about, oh, he updated his offense. Look, look, I mean, he modernized it. You know what I mean? Like, nah, he just brought in Greg Olson, and then Greg Olson kind of started designing things, and he thought he could make the play calls, I guess. Like, I don't I don't, I don't understand that. I don't know why he just didn't let Greg Olson call the plays if he's going to come in and just take his offense. So, you know, uh, you know, the last couple of years, he's put a little bit of his, you know, 22 personnel type of stamp. But, like, even the run game, 
has become less creative since, you know, uh, he's really tried to try to put his stamp on this offense because, you know, what I feel like happened, this is just me being conspiracy theory. Marcus here is that he brought in Greg Olson, right. And then Greg Olson helped him to, you know, build with the personnel that was there when he was, you know, supposed to have the personnel like Amari Cooper and, you know, you know, Jared Cook and all those guys. Right. And, he brought those guys in. And then once they got into 2019, that's when he decided he wanted to put his imprint in the offense. That's when you saw more, you know, running the football, right. Uh, More, you know, heavy sets, more like less spread. There's a lot of spread into, if you guys go back 2018, they spread the ball out a lot and 2019, 20. And now they're not doing as much spread. They're doing more like, you know, the, the under center type of stuff and, you know, getting Josh Jacobs going. So, uh, you know, it's just, I'm kind of happy about it too. I am, bro. I'm not going to (laughs) lie. I'm I'm like, I'm low key jacked. So I, I, I I didn't think that ever went with him. And I realized that I realized that after 2019, because I went and did some studying myself of this dude's career, like, well, like, and, you know, like the, like the losing at the end of the season, like that, that's something that's always happened. Like that is not like something that is just like new that always happened to them. It happened to them with the 20, 2001 Raiders. I mean, they were 10 and three and like their last three games, they scored like 12 points. And that, we're talking about with Tim Brown and Jerry Rice and Rich Gannon and Charlie Garner. <laughs> they score like they couldn't score any points the end of the year. And then, and then of course, you know, they, they fooled everybody by blowing out the jets, like 41 to zero, but, and then they went the next week against the Patriots and couldn't, they couldn't score any points. So, you know, you, you, you tell me about that. I mean, and then, and then it just trickling on this, like the red zone, the red zone thing kept following him. He was bad in the red zone in Tampa. All right. I mean, he hasn't been good. He hasn't been good in the red zone since red zone percentage was allowed to be good at 55%. So he's still there. Yeah. But, but in 2001, that was great. But now it ain't, you know what I mean? Like that, that's not a good resume percentage in uh, 2021. So those things were never going to change. The, the, the situational yeah. football pieces were always a work in progress for him. And I think it really just came down to being out. Like, yeah, you can be out of the game and be a, an offensive like scheme guru. Great. Mm-hmm. Right. But you can't be out of the game and like be a situational football master still. Right. There was always going to be like that learning curve for him. Mm-hmm. And I agree, like a lot of the stuff like kicking field goals and not going for on fourth down. And, you know, like when, when did they ever like fake, like, you know, and then do an onside kick? You know, how yeah. many fake punts have they run? You know, stuff like that. You know, I, I, I think uh, it's it's stuck in his his style, his situation of football style. It's stuck in 2001. Mm-hmm. It never advanced, it never progressed. And then the time off, he kind of missed some of these trends where, you know, coaches get rewarded for taking these chances. Yeah. Right. So, uh, hope, you know, that, that's going to be remain to be seen if that Fritz Versace is going to be like, you know, just go for the gold, which I really hope he does. Yeah. And we just start seeing lot, lots of fake punts and, you know, squib kicks and, you know, you name it. I'd love to see that reverses on kick returns, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, you know, just, just to make it exciting, just to show like, Hey, we're, we're still, we're still trying to win here. We're not yeah. going down. We're not going down uh, quietly. 
And I'll even say this, like, I mean, Gruden's first year, right? And I talked about that they use a lot, a lot of what Greg Olson was doing in Jacksonville, right? And then Greg Olson just came from, from you know, Sean McVay. But, you know, Greg Olson, he just likes to, he's a spread guy. He likes to spread right now. I don't know. I don't know if he did that in Tampa, but I mean, he didn't get that from John. So I don't know where he got that spread stuff from. Maybe just working with Terrell Pryor. And he's like, oh, I like this. And then just kind of just kind of kept building on it. Um, so, I mean, the first, the first, four weeks. I don't know if you guys remember this, but the Raiders had a chance to be three and one <laughs> to start that season. Like they blew the lead against the Broncos. They had a two point lead of 19, seven, right. Derek Carr's like 29 to 32. Um, I mean, cause he's already played in the offense. So it's like, he was starting to pick it up real quick, but then, you know, they changed it. I mean, this was saying Gruden changed the offense the second year, but um, he, he, he came out and then, they lost that game. They're up 19-7, whatever, right? Next week, they go up and down the field on the Dolphins. You know, the first, you know, first couple, you know, throws. Jordan Nelson's going down the field, right? You know, they're doing all types of things. They're being super aggressive. And then, you know, they're up 17 to 7, and then they blow that lead, right? And then they ended up, you know, beating the Browns. So they blew two leads. And that's what like with the Mark Cooper. And you know, Mark Cooper had like a great game against the Broncos, and they just blew it. So right. it's, it's, it's the same thing is it, it hasn't changed. That's like, just think about that. Like if that team starts three and one, like Mark Cooper's probably still on the team. They're probably still rolling. There's a whole lot of different things that happen. He, he just, he destructed it. Like they suck when it was, it was like, they didn't suck. It was just, <laughs> you're you blowing leads, getting conservative. So, because I remember that, I remember the Dolphins game. I remember that stuff. Like they just like started doing like two yard passes and, running with Marshawn Lynch and then right. the Dolphins scored like three plays. <laughs> the, the conservative, yeah, like yeah, how he plays change. with the lead, how he plays with the lead, you know, a lot of things are just stuck in, in, the, in the past for him. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, but you know, you, you have a uh, an Olsen, Greg Olsen breakdown, right? Yes, I do. Why don't you, uh, why don't you show it? Because I think that this, that's a good part of this discussion here. All right. All right, so let's get into uh, Greg Olson and what Greg Olson's like to do. And I, I like I talked about, this is a more um, what the Raiders kind of did in 2018. So you'll see kind of the vision here. Uh, but let's talk about this, the run game. The run game is more diverse. So they, they do a lot of different things in the run game. So, you know, usually you got a power here. You got the power O right there. So there's a mixture of power and zone a lot. And he, he doesn't really stick to one thing for a whole game, right? So now you see split zone. You got split zone going there. Uh, right. With Julian Thomas is a terrible blocker, but you know, Hey, this is the Jags. Right. And then we got, uh, you got the little bit of the, you know, the outside zone mid zone game there. Right. So it's very, this is all one game guys. This is three different runs. Right. And then we even got a little special run here. Right. This is different. Like, kind of, yeah. Kind of like an arc read, but like with the power mixed in with it too. So, uh, and then we even got a little bit of a uh, outside zone arc read. So, you know, we saw, you know, Mariota run this play and now we know where he got it from. So there it is, Arc Reed. And then, of course, a little bit of a split zone with the wide receiver, which is just what I'm saying. So more diverse, more looks with the run game, right? I think, I think that will help out this run game, just having more diverse looks, more different things that they do, like more counters, more just mixing it up, right? So we got play action here, right? Play action. 
we saw a lot more diverse play actions. You got split zone. They run a split zone. Hey, let's do a bootleg off it. Oh, that's that's sounds smart. Do a bootleg off a split zone that you run all the time, right? Do a nice little bootleg, get the quarterback out on the move, and get some good plays. And, you know, this is the second year running this offense, right? So, I mean, the Raiders haven't ran these plays. So if the Raiders ran some of these plays, it's going to catch people off guard. So we got another play action, play action bang right there. That's a, that's a play that the Raiders run. You probably saw that um, with Hunter Renfro week one, right? Play action bang, right? Play action, right? So they got a more diverse play action game, rather that's with the tight end, right? They like to get the tight end here, right? No more play action right here. Nice with the crossways. You got the all verticals and you get to the dig behind it, get, give, you know, car something underneath. You can hit them over the top too. Right. So like I said, lots of play action in this, in this game too. Right. And, and they couldn't run the ball. So, and they're still going with the play action. You kind of saw the Yankee right there with that one, but the throw was pretty bad. And then you see, so like I said, more diverse, we got play action comebacks with a deep, you know, a deep threat. You can see that could be Henry Ruggs at the bottom. So there's just, play action diversity right and then you see even see a different one we got play action with a post at the bottom you know with Blake Bortles he decides to force it to the to the double go to the sluggo at the top which is I guess you got Allen Robinson you can do that but hopefully Derek Carr reads that correctly it hits the, the skinny post all right so pass game against zone is just a whole lot better okay so I know the Raiders really struggled against zone. I mean that's that's kind of like the thing that really is hurting them right now and against more too high defenses right they're not doing really well right so you'll see this one i really love this one right and this is kind of like what the broncos like to do you see the stick nod right with the uh with the the return right at the bottom it's just beautiful stick nod you know against it because you, you know he's got you know he knows the matchup that he's about to get with the linebacker based on the coverages they have sorry not the linebacker the safety but then he gets the stick nod right there man to man inside Big play, right? And this is a another one, right? Boom. I'm a sluggo. Beautiful. And then, you know, he loves the isolation routes too. So it's a three-by-one isolation. Isolating Allen Robinson got him in a condensed set. It kind of stops the double team, right? Get him in a condensed set. You know, that's how you get your players to football, right? Get him in a condensed set, lined up one-on-one. -on -one. Then you see it one more time here lined up outside, get him on the go route. I mean, of course, you mean he gets tackled, pass interference. So, you know, it, it is, it's a vertical offense. It really is. And then you kind of see, I mean, the Raiders have ran this play. They ran this play against the Broncos too. And you kind of see like, right. Good play call though on third down, but terrible throw, terrible throw. Right. So he, he can find matchups. Right. And he finds matchups and he attacks them. Right. You see it one more time. That's the drive concept with the go route. And then you even got the choice routes in here, too. Right. So you see Allen Robinson running the choice routes. So you can see that if he he, if he finds a wide receiver that he likes, he's going to set that guy up for success and try to find ways to get him the football at all times. And that's what he's going to do. He's going to find different ways to get the, them the football. Right. And you see the screens, too. I mean, he. He's actually, which is kind of funny, that's why I ended up with the screen here, is, you know, that's one of his things, is he <laughs> to help develop the screen with Drew Brees out in uh, 
Purdue, right? And then you see another one, nice little play against zone where they're able to, you know, you see them beat the zone right there. So, I mean, there's a lot of different different elements to how he calls plays, right? And I think that he kind of sets players up for success a little bit more too. I think he kind of isolates guys that he really wants to get the football and finds different condensed sets to, to get them the football. So I don't know who's going to pick to be that guy. You probably picture, you probably figure it'd be Waller, right? You figure that he would find ways to get Waller the football in different types of ways and not just the simple ways that they're doing right now. And I, you know, but it's all, it's all about the offensive line with this team, to be honest. I mean, can, can he find ways to, you know, help protect their car. And that's why I think we'll see a more play action. I think we're going to see a whole lot more play action, which I really like because yeah. I mean, there's play action all over this, the Packers game wasn't as much in the bears game when, you know, again, later on in the season, but they came out, they're doing a lot of play action, giving Blake Bortles some easy looks. So I, and you know, it helps the line too. It does play action helps the line keeps the, the rushers at bay, you know, it means some, especially if they want to respect the run. I mean, a lot of people just talk about the linebackers with play action, but you know, if it holds defensive ends too, because they're setting the edge, I mean, if they're just kind of rushing off the side, sometimes, you know, they can get caught off in the run game. So it kind of slows them down just a little bit. Right. So. Yeah. Are you saying, are you saying that this offense has a chance to be better with Olsen? What do you think? Um, well, I'll say it like this. I think the quarterback and play caller relationship will be a lot more clearer. I think it will be a lot more designed around Carr's skill set. I think it'll be a lot more designed around what Carr likes to do. And it won't be as much as trying to, you know, I'm going to run my offense and then, you know, Derek Carr is going to figure it out. I think it's going to be more, yeah, more design to what Carr does best. So is we'll there, see. is there like valid, because I've seen this thought floated out there, not just, you know, us talking, mm-hmm. um, you know, offline. Is it, is there any valid, you know, idea to that, that or to the idea that Gruden kind of like got in the way and muddled this whole process and now that it's just going to be Olsen and Carr it's going to be it's you know it could run better basically I, I wouldn't say it's like um you know it's like he came and muddled the process I just think that he had an offense that he wanted to run and he needed somebody to help him design it and I think that's what he had he brought in Greg Olson and then in the meantime in the first year they ran a lot of what Greg Olson likes to do Right. And then, you know, while Gruden kind of learned and adapted, he then in 2019 decided that how he what kind of offense he wanted. And he decided to go get Josh Jacobs and they were going to run the football. And then Derek Carr was going to be a ball control quarterback. So I don't know if you mean that that was how he thought uh, what he thought of Derek Carr or if he thought that, um, I mean, that's what he should do or or he thought that that would help him out or make him play better. Um, I mean, it made him play more efficient. Um, I mean, he was very efficient in, in Gruden's offense. But uh, I also think that, I mean, it, it was more catered around what Gruden thought 
should be catered around Carr and not what a quarterback coach would cater around Carr. Like if Bruce Arians had Carr, you know, it would be a it would it would be different because he would it would still be his offense, but he would still, you know, make sure that he was comfortable and make sure that he is good in the head mentally. <laughs> which is important for quarterbacks. I mean, I mean, I mean, Gruden talks that, that, you know, that's important and he's all about the quarterback and he's all about mental stuff. But like, I think most of it, I mean, you have to be, you have to make sure that dude is mentally clear. Like if you read the quarterback whisperer of Bruce Arians, that's all he talks about is how he would make sure that Peyton Manning was mentally clear. Like I guess Peyton Manning one time was good, had to, had a tough game against the Patriots. They get their butts kicked by the Patriots all the time. So, you know, he sees Peyton Manning, uh, pregame and he's just freaking out. You know, he's, he's, his feet are quick. His, you know, he's, he's pumped, he's hyped. And, you know, Bruce Arians went over to them and he's talked to him, you know, Hey man, calm down. You know, you got this, you know, you, you're going to play this game and he wouldn't have played the best game of his life against the Patriots that week. So that sometimes, sometimes it's the, it, it, that's all it takes, man, with the quarterback, sometimes it's mental with them too. Um, and you gotta, you know, and it's not just Derek Carr. Like I said, that's why he's paid Manning as an example, because sometimes the, the quarterback coach has to be that relationship and, you know, build the offense and everything around the quarterback. So, you know, that's what I think will be a little bit different. I think the play calling is going to be designed around Carr's skill set. That's, that's kind of the difference, because obviously he found a way to maximize Blake Portals. I mean, I think you know, yeah, I think Derek Carr's with Blake Portals. You know what I mean? So Blake Portals has never played as good as Derek Carr. So you know, uh, and they got weapons, man. It's not that they got talent around them. He's got the weapons. He's got yeah. a uh, he's got a pass catcher. You know, um, somebody that can catch their passes. Um, you know, I didn't show any of the choice routes, but there are definitely some choice routes that are there too. Um, that he like really likes to run. If you go look at his history, I mean, he throws the running backs a lot. So, I mean, that's something that's going to be probably coming to the offense too. You're going to see a lot more throws to running backs, uh, plays like that. So, but I, I think you're still going to see a lot more vertical shots too that are designed and better designed. Let's, let's just say yeah. that. I, I'm going to say Gruden has bad play. It, 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 the, 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 the passing deep concepts that they run, you know, for them trying to be a deep passing team are so basic. I mean, they basically, they have a, he has some saying, he has two concepts. Really, he has a post. I mean, he had the, the post wheel, and then you know that they kept kept running over and over and over and over again. And then you have the uh, you know the four verts, and then you got sale, and then you got a uh, Yankee, and right. yeah, really, I mean, that's really about it. I mean, I mean, they really didn't have like that diverse. And you already saw. I mean, Greg Olson already had like a bunch of diverse type of ways to attack the game vertically and create matchups that open right. up the game vertically, you know, you know, uh, if I'm doing a three by one and I'm doing a sluggo or, you know, the, especially the stuff the Raiders do, we start, you know, they start adding sluggos and stuff like that and more double moves. You know, how many double moves do we really see? We, only double move we see is the basic, you know, he goes out and then he wheels up, you know, that's the only, that's the only thing we see. So, yeah. So it'll be interesting to see what's going on in these offense. Uh, uh, another thing that I think he needs to do, you know, I think he just needs to reel in Hunter Renfro a little bit. I think he's, uh, I think Hunter Renfro is getting a little crazy out there. I think he's getting uh, a little wild um, with the, the juke moves in his routes. 
Right. I think he needs to reel him in a little bit, or or, or you know, Edgar Bennett does. Um, they got to reel him in a little bit. I think. I mean, he's got car sacked two, two two weeks in a row. So, um, no matter what they do, I mean, I I don't know. And it, also, you know, I think they need to feature rugs a lot. Also, too, man. Um, I think I think he's ready. So we'll we'll see how he feels. I don't know who he's going to feature because yeah. he obviously features. He obviously features somebody. He, I mean, that's what yes. he does. He, yes, he likes to feature someone, obviously. I mm-hmm. think that there's more matchup potential in this offense than what he had in Jacksonville, yeah. right? Yeah, um, You know, and I think that just looking at his track record, you know, I think guys who are like possession receivers do really well yeah. with, with him, right? Um, you know, so scheming up some stuff for Brian Edwards to go along with Darren Waller as far yeah. as like being like great possession, you know, tough catch you know, in traffic kind of guys. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, Henry Ruggs, like that, that is always going to add that element. Would love to see some deep shots schemed up, you know, that they haven't run, they have put on tape during these mm. last four years. Mm. That would be a breath of fresh air. It would make, it would make them really dangerous uh, because if, you know, if car, if this is all car, this mentality to like constantly like go deep this year, right? Yeah. This is like, you know, something like that Carr is putting on himself because we know that that's not a John Gruden thing, no. right? Like John Gruden's been telling him to not to do that. And now Derek Carr is just like, nah, I'm, I'm just, just going to do it. Coach. I'm going to do it anyways. Yeah. 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 <laughs> right. He's so, called Russell Wilson. It's hilarious. And everybody still hates him. That's why I think it's funny. <laughs> right. That's what so, you wanted. Look at it. That's what you wanted. There's a couple of things that the fans wanted. They didn't realize was going to uh, go the other way. Like the, the run defense. You got to pass rush, but there's no run defense. Okay. Like that's, they go hand in hand. Okay. You got to pick one usually. Yeah. But, um, but anyways, like, you know, um, I was talking about Henry Ruggs, you know, uh, just having someone like that, I think regardless, that's going to, you know, help this offense out. If, if Derek Carr wants to throw deep, doing it different ways, like you're saying, yeah. right. Like, mm-hmm. at, you know, run Yankee. Cool. But then, you know, the next time you run Yankee, instead of a post, make it like, you know, a big post corner or something like that, you know, wasp, yeah. mm-hmm. uh, you know, just, you know, variations of it, keep the defense guessing, you know, and, and not get predictable in certain areas of the game, man. You know, yeah. it's, it's been frustrating to watch, honestly. Yeah. I mean, cause it, I mean, I haven't seen a sluggo since like Jared Cook ran one um, against the Cardinals. I haven't seen a sluggo in this offense in a long time. Uh, Ty, Tyra Williams in 2000. Yeah. Which was at nineteen? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he had, he had like one or two. Yeah, I mean, because yeah. Uh, so I, well, what I'll say about Rugs, man, I think Rugs is ready, bro. I think Rugs, if he's gonna isolate somebody, I think it's him. He's ready. He's ready to do everything. I think he, the last game he had at the Bears game, dude, was terrific. He was. Oh yeah, you were saying he, he was running great routes. He was terrific, bro. Terrific. Even he muscled through press. I saw him muscle through press. <laughs> and I was like, oh, yeah, he, he's ready, bro. He's ready. And him and Carr have a great connection. That, so I don't know why everybody's not trying – they're not trying to 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 maximize that. So, I don't, you know, he, he's he's the only wide receiver right now that if Carr steps back and hits his drop and wants to release the ball, that he's going to be right there. Right. He's the only one. I mean, Hunter Renfro's dancing, you know, getting – forcing sacks and, you know, having Derek Carr get made fun of. And then – uh you know, and then <laughs> Derek Carr's getting made fun of because Hunter Riffle's still dancing over there. And nobody realized Hunter Riffle that, you know, Carr's getting, he's a viral joke <laughs> because he's dancing. And then, uh, and then you got, uh, 
you know, and then he did it again this past week. I'm like, Good. and then Carr's like holding a, he's holding the, the linebacker, trying to open up a lane and then he looks back and he's still, it's like, so, you know, it's time, bro. Throw, throw the rugs. Rugs, he's not doing that crap. He's on time. You know, he's, he's everywhere. Like I, I showed a dig, the dig route that I showed on Twitter, man. That was, that's timing. And he's just so much speed, right? So forget, he like, so all the speed that he's building up on that dig in the corner, the, the, the linebacker or whoever's guarding him is going to bail. And he's like selling yeah. it to his, his head's down, his head's down. Right. He's selling it. He knows they're, gonna bail. they're, they're gonna bailing. Bail. <laughs> and, and, and then, and then for he's, then he now has this quick uh, change of direction. He did just, he just armed over and he was going this way. The dude was nowhere, nowhere near him. And, and right. then Car already threw the football. And then when he's turned around, he's ready for it. Boom. Bro, throw the football. I was done. Yeah. They got timing like that. And that happened That happened in the, the Tudors game with the dig route. That, that's timing, bro. That's how you got 60 yards after it. That's timing. You know what yeah. I mean? And if they got timing down and he's the only one that knows everything and he's got it and he's second year and then he's, he's you know, he's got all this ability. Yeah, it's time, bro. Just feed him. Feed him. Feed him, feed him and Waller, bro. Isolate them two boys. And then, you know, let you know, Hunter Renfro do the stuff underneath if you need him. But, like, <laughs> those dudes need to be – they need to be fed. Like, you need to – because I'm telling you, if you do a three-by-one and you isolate Henry Ruggs by himself, they're all going to be scared. They're all, the whole team's going to move over there. They're terrified of him, bro. And he knows it, too. That's why he – like, uh, uh, the, the, the Mr. Waller, bro, like, he he's running so fast. The guy – you know, I, I think it's um, it was uh, who's the dude? number thirty three. I can't think of his name right now. Uh, for the Bears, oh, good corner. Bears thirty three. I even covered uh, him. I can't, I can't even yeah. covered him in the last week. Uh, but he's guarding Rugs, right? And then you know, he's bailing, and then Rugs just stops and just kind of shoves it to the side, and it's like he has like ten yards of separation. <laughs> I was like, I was like, all right, bro, you're ready. So. Hopefully they see that. Hopefully they know that. And hopefully they realize that. I, I think Carr knows that. I'm pretty sure Carr knows that. He has the timing down. He's not messing anything up. He's knowing what to do. He's, you know, he's not making the wrong decisions. You know, Carr throws it up, the ball up early to him. Like he's he, like, a, uh, you know, something oh. Samuel is like five yards in front of him. He just throws right. it up to him. So he obviously has confidence in him too. Just... Let's let's just un- unleash unleash the rugs this week. That's what I say. Unleash them. I need like eleven targets. That's what I want. I want like eleven. I I like the idea of <laughs> what you're saying. Play I action. I like the idea. Like yeah. I don't know. You cover you covered this. Not a heavy run guy. You know, Greg Olson. No, the offensive not. line isn't great. We let's not try to do something just for the sake of doing it. If the offensive line isn't great, let's you know. Yeah. They don't have to be out there trying to. Do the make you know play you know run block and all the nuance and everything that goes with that? It's, yeah, it's a big ask being 50 50. I think it's okay, especially because the analytics have shown us you can play action if you don't run the ball. Exactly, they've shown it, they've shown us that, right? Yeah, so it's that's fine, it's not, it's not a big deal. Um, you know, so I think that being a more pass oriented offense, like you're saying, I think that it, it bodes well, honestly, for this what this offense needs at this time. You know, yeah. Um, you know, maybe you as you continue your deep dive, you can look into some of the things that he's done with the offensive line, some of the protections, and you know, certain things that you see there. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I I went 
I already know it's so funny that now you're in my shoes because <laughs> when they hired all 22, yeah. right? Like, like charting some games, like just getting the feel for the, for the defense. Right. So yeah. it's, it's funny. Now you're in my, you're in my position there. Uh, um, we both, we both had to do that in the same season. And, and I definitely would have thought you would have done it again, again before me. So, <laughs> right. Yeah, the bet. I definitely did it, but you know, I, I, you know, I, I think this uh, will be a good thing going forward. I mean, but we'll see. We'll see how this team plays out, man. I, I still think, like I said, I think they got talent. I just, I'm, I'm interested to in who he's gonna pick to be the big dog because he picks a big dog, and I just hope, I, I just hope they see the growth in Henry and they just don't, you know, pencil him as the. Well, you know, he's just gonna run out. I really hope they see it. And they kind of give yeah. him the whole thing and they kind of just feed him and like right. feed him short early. Like that's what I'm saying. Like feed him short early, feed him on slants, feed him like, you know, and, you know, get, you know, even maybe give him a couple choice routes. I, I really feel like he would do that right at this point, like from everything, the timing that he's running routes with. And then the second half, just unleash it. Just, you know, next thing that thing's a sluggo. And you hit him on a sluggo, bro. Yeah. Yeah. It's over. <laughs> <laughs> to, the crib. To, the crib. to the crib so um let's let's transition i think that we should still talk about some of these things that are okay. you know pressing okay so shifting to just like the idea like the coaches okay rich Versace, he's the head coach now um greg olson is the offensive coordinator and gus bradley is the, he's still the defensive coordinator now i think it's in this situation usually when a coach is fired Okay, it's because they, they're no good. They're trash. Mm. And then the interim head coach has to come in and, and the situation's already like failing, right? Yeah. And it's it's pretty rare that an interim head coach has any success. But in this case, the Raiders weren't necessarily like falling apart. Mm. Sure, sure, they needed some leadership shakeup, clearly. Yeah. You know, that being said, like this is still this is still a good team when Rich Versace took the, rain, the reins here, right? Yeah. So I think that Three these three guys now it's, it's it's a great situation I think because they're all coaching for their next job right now yeah and if one of these units does well enough like if the offense plays like crazy or if the defense steps up you know or if this team goes to the playoffs or something like that which Masashia he's sitting there about to be a head coach right so the the success of this team just helps each of these guys. Mm-hmm. You know, and they're all going to have to go be a coach next year in the NFL somewhere, right? Uh, it helps their, their, you know, their money, their career for the Raiders to do well right now. And, you know, obviously, if if there's enough success, maybe keeping some of these guys around. Now, you you brought a, you brought this up earlier. Um, Olsen and Bradley coached together before Jacksonville. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. And... Greg Olson was fired by Gus Bradley after Perfect. two seasons. Yeah, and, um, and if I was Greg Olson, I would be mad about that for sure. Okay, okay. So now there might be some tension, you're saying, potentially, mm-hmm. between Olson and Bradley, which might be a reason why Rich Passaccia was the one who was elevated to head coach. Well, so, Yeah, yeah. I, I, I think there's a little bit of that. Yeah, because I mean, if if you go read the reports about you know Olson being fired, 
I mean, some Jag fans weren't were weren't too happy about it because you know how bad Blake Bortles was. It wasn't that you know Greg Olson was bad. It was that Blake Bortles is terrible. So so that that was kind of the thing that you know, that kind of disconnect and you know you know they they were like two and whatever you know yeah. and you know two and they went three and thirteen three and thirteen yeah or something like that so. They, they just had that disconnect and then you, you know you, you kind of put him on the sword and it was probably like really it was like really early i think it was like october of that season so it wasn't like it was you know interesting yeah it wasn't like it was like deep late in that season you know um and, and you know I don't, I don't that is a little crazy dynamic to me because especially the year before, you know, Greg Olson comes in, they score, they, you know, they score like, you know, they, they're 14th in scoring, you know, they're, they're throwing all these touchdowns. Allen Robinson has 1,400 yards. Allen Hurts is, you know, whatever, whatever. Blake Bortles has 35 touchdowns. People think Blake Bortles is good now. He's like being ranked top 100, you know, people like, oh, Blake Bortles, here come the Jags. Blake Bortles is up next. And then, you know, everything just falls off the wheels, but it's the same offense. And, you know, Blake Bortles just is Blake Bortles. And then he gets fired. So, yeah, I don't know. I would feel a little bit tough away, but, you know. Well, it's interesting, for sure. Um, there's, so there's some some dynamics to keep an eye on. Yeah. Right? Uh, but, I, yeah, I think that these coaches, like, yeah, so Olsen can hang out over here with the offense. Bradley can hang out over here on the defense. They can just compete against each other in practice. Yeah. I don't see. I don't see why that's necessarily a bad thing. If there's yeah. animosity there, I think that's. Uh, that could be. A, it could be a good thing. <laughs> yeah. You know? But but we're talking about like if what what if Gress Bradley became the coach though? You know that would be right. a little different because Greg Olson's probably thinking like, what if we win a lot? Are you gonna keep me? Yeah. 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 Right. Well. Uh, or is he, or if, is he bring, is he bring Mr. Hackett, Mr. Hackett over there just chilling at Green Bay? You know what I mean? Like that's if that's what I was thinking. Greg, like Greg Olson probably wouldn't stick around if, if yeah. that's Bradley. Was it, the, uh, it, it, was yeah, yeah, because yeah, no, Nathaniel Hackett be walking through that door. That's what we happened. But um, <laughs> Nathaniel Hackett, um, and which is the same you know, offense, I guess. But what, but what about Olson? Olson maybe could get a head coaching job if the offense does well enough. You know? So yeah. It's uh, you know. I think they're all coaching for a job. The chances that obviously the Raiders hire an outside coach is probably the highest, right? Mm-hmm. But it just depends on the success that the guys have right now. So uh, I, I'm excited to see these guys hopefully coach the best football of their lives here and finish the Raiders up on a strong note. I'm just I'm just hoping that the season isn't a wash already. Five weeks in, mm-hmm. you know, it's easy to feel like you know the season's already over. I was pretty down, honestly. Uh, about all this stuff happening, you know, the team loses a head coach. There's not really a track record for that team, like, you know, playing deep into the postseason and, yeah. you know, stuff like that. So that, that got me down, but hopefully that's just my hope. You know, the, we can. There's only things. one. And that's Bruce Arians when he took over the Colts for Chuck Pagano. And Chuck Pagano got cancer. C- cancer, right. That's the only one. And they actually, <laughs> they actually played better. They played better with Bruce, right? They did definitely as the as the head coach. Now, I mean, circumstance, you know. I mean that job that got Bruce Arians a coaching job, though. I right. mean, that's it, nobody would give him a coaching job before that, and that so was. They, so I'm saying there you go. So one of the, these guys, they're trying to pull up Bruce Arians right now for sure. 
for sure. Yeah, yeah. I mean, because you're right. But that was the only time that a like halfway decent team lost their coach. Though. Lost their coach, right? Yeah, like that's the that's the thing. Usually, it's obviously like 99 percent of the time it's because the team just sucks, right? Yeah. And so someone's got to get fired. So this is like a it's a weird situation. Yeah, hopefully it's like an Indianapolis Colts Bruce Arians situation. Mm. That was like a galvanizing thing. It was like it wasn't because like the coach like made a mistake. Yeah. Right. It was like he has cancer. The team like rallied. It's it's a different dynamic here with this John Gruden controversy as far as like the team rallying behind like what, you know. Mm. Uh, so I think that that adds like an element of just a bit of a distraction to this whole thing. So hopefully the team can just keep their blinders on. They're not, they're able to tune the noise out. You know, they're not on Twitter and, you know, doing all the social media stuff, checking out, you know, what everyone's saying and they could just, you know, lock in. That's, that's what we're hoping as Raiders fans, right? Yeah. I mean, that that's what we're, we're hoping. Uh, we're hoping that they're locked in, you know, and I, I think, I think the leadership on the team will make sure they're locked in. You know, I think that, they'll bring it back in. You know, I think last week, you know, you can kind of tell that, I mean, everybody was off last week. I mean, they yeah. can try to say that, you know, they were pro, pro football players, whatever, but yeah, I mean, you're mental, mentally type of thing. I mean, Bruce, Ryan Edwards is running the wrong route. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you know, he's dropping passes. Um, drop uh, drop passes, just the guys making all these penalties. Penalties. Right? Like, which, which on who both knows? sides. Yeah, who, yeah. Who, which who knows? I, I don't. I don't know. I, you know, and it's still, that game was just weird altogether. You know, and so I kind of. I like, didn't. I, even, kinda just, I threw it away. I didn't even um, do like a full breakdown on it. Honestly. Yeah. Yeah. I, did, I, I didn't even. Do, I didn't. I, I. I was like, this isn't about scheme here. Like these guys, like there's some. They're playing like someone's weighing on them, right? And I and I, and I said that we're gonna find out how um, badly this affected the team based on the performance, like the Raiders should not have lost to the bears. I'm sorry. They should not have based no. on the teams that they've beaten this year. Uh-huh. You know, the things that we've seen from them should not have lost to the bears. Um, and, and it's unfortunate that that happened, obviously, especially like you look at the offense, the offense really, really struggled yeah. in that game. And that's the team. That's the part of the team that's closest to Gruden. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and then there's only so much that the defense is going to be able to do if, if the offense isn't scoring points. You know, and then like it's tough to also hide height, you know, mismatch that they had with Allen Robinson going up against Meek Robertson or even, you know, uh, that tight end that they had that scored on him. You know, so uh, you can't hide that all game long, especially if, you know, you're keeping the team in it and the offense isn't scoring. So uh, it was tough for the defense really to like hang in there for as long as that they as they needed to, you know, but I think some of them, they're playing you know, out of, out of sorts as well. You saw all the all the uh, penalties. I mean, the Max Crosby run, people are going to be mad at me, but he definitely, like, with, like, the WWE, like, he elbowed mm. uh, Fields right in the throat. Like, it was a great shot. Like, great shot. You know, MMA, you know, you might you might be okay with that. But yeah, the ref saw it. I'm surprised he, I'm surprised, I'm surprised he didn't get a fine for that, honestly. You know, um, and then... The unique and Gawkery one, like that's, that's that's just like textbook. No, we don't do that, you know. So, it's uh, it's unfortunate that we saw the defense make some of these same mistakes that the offense was making as well. But I think it just goes goes to show that this really did affect the team. Mm-hmm. So I'm not going to sit back here and watch all this 
scheme and be like, oh, look at the yeah. strong, strong hook curl dropper. Yeah. You know, yeah. pass it off to the nickel. Like, no, like this is not what this game was about. So I'm throwing it away. I'm with you on that. Yeah. And, and um, it, um, just to back off that, like there's a lot of consoling too, which, which is, which is interesting. You know, there's a lot of like, like Darren Waller was like patting guys in the back a lot. Like, like, like you should have seen how fast he ran up to Brian Edwards until he dropped it. Should have seen how fast, bro. He sprinted. <laughs> sprint. Full-on sprint. You know what I mean? Like, they're, yeah. that's not normal. Like, you know, I talked about it on the radio. Like, I talked, like, like he was, that was weird. Like, you know, usually, like, you would drop a pass like that. Nobody, you know, nobody's like, keep your head up type of thing. Like, right. you got this, bro. Like, you're right, man. You're good. You're right. You know, well, type of thing. you love to see it, but also like, yeah, yeah why, why does he feel the need? To, why to why do did that? he feel the need to run full speed? Yeah. Right. It just goes to show. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? It goes to show. So it, it was, uh, it, it was interesting, man. It's just, just watching that. Like, it, it, cause he, it wasn't just once, man. He even did it to car one time. I like, got to a false start. It was like, man, yeah, bro. Like, Hey, <laughs> this ain't gonna work, bro. This is not gonna happen. So that's what I'm saying. So I think they might be better. Like Brian Edwards was affected, bro. Like you know, he was talking back to Gruden on the broadcast. He watched broadcast when they're when you ran the wrong route, right? Of yeah. course, he's of talking course. back. You know what I mean? Yeah. So. Yeah, it's yeah. So it's uh, it's tough, tough to see that that. You know, I was having the, that kind of effect that it did. So I think again, yeah. that's a, it's a good thing that Bruton's gone. You know, for that reason. Um, so hopefully, we're gonna see some you know things change for the Raiders. Yeah. But that's gonna be it for this episode of Tape Don't Lie. Um, I have a Trayvon Moore thing that I was gonna do if, if time permitted, but I felt like the conversation should be about you know what happened recently, uh, make things as current as possible. So we didn't get to that. Tune, stay tuned for that. I might do it separately, uh, you know, time permitting. Um, make sure you follow us on Twitter. Myself at BD Williams 18, at Marcus Johnson at the Mark John NFL. Uh, you can, you know, hit us up on Twitter. Uh, you can see some things that we're going to be posting, you know, pertinent to the games that lie ahead and the players that play on the field, uh, things of that nature. So make sure you do that. Also, make sure you go to Manscaped and enter the promo code TDL to get yourself 20% off plus free shipping on any Manscaped product. Uh, get yourself a groomer. I need to bust out my Manscaped, my Manscaped, you know, looking like I haven't shaved in a few days, right? Yeah, I got I got I got I got to charge it, right? So, uh, but anyways, thanks guys for tuning in. That's it. We're in the nation. We out. Peace.